This podcast is brought to you by MetPro, a world-renowned concierge nutrition, fitness, and lifestyle coaching company. Using metabolic profiling, MedPro's team of experts analyze your metabolism and provide an individualized approach to obtaining your goals. From athletes who are looking to increase their performance to people who want to put an end to cookie-cutter diets, MedPro analyzes an individual's metabolism and provides them with a personalized approach to obtaining their health goals. Remember, as a Coaching You listener, you can receive a complimentary metabolic profiling assessment and a 30-minute consultation with a MetPro expert. To claim this offer, head over to metpro.co slash coaching you. Again, that's metpro.co slash coaching you to receive a free assessment and consultation with a MetPro expert. Let's take a second to tell you about one of our partners, Dr. Dish. Dr. Dish basketball shooting machines are the most high-tech and durable basketball shooting machines on the market. Each shooting machine was designed specifically for high-repetition training to allow players to improve through technology. Dr. Dish offers game-like training to give hundreds of shooting reps in just minutes and provide powerful analytics to help players improve their game. Dr. Dish has also introduced Skill Builder, which is the first of its kind in the basketball shooting machine industry that enables players and coaches to stay connected, design and upload training exercises, and instantly receive feedback on their workout, allowing for real-time adjustments and improved performance. It is, without question, the most innovative basketball training machine on the market. To learn more about Dr. Dish, log on to drdishbasketball.com or follow them on Twitter at drdishbball. Don't forget to mention Coaching You and receive $300 off on your next Dr. Dish purchase. That's right. Mention Coaching You or the podcast and get $300 off your Dr. Dish. Let's hear from one of our latest sponsors, Max One. As you know by now, Max One is the all-in-one coaching app that allows your team to train, communicate, and stay organized all in one easy-to-use spot. With all these useful features for one low price, I can't emphasize enough the value Max One can bring to your program, especially as the summer months heat up and you continue to plan your off-season. I know how hard it is to keep your athletes engaged once summer hits and your team starts to head in different directions. I'm confident Max One can solve these problems for you and keep your program connected to help ensure you run the most effective off-season as possible. Max One allows you to create individualized workouts for each player on your team with videos attached and deliver them right into your athlete's phone, eliminating spreadsheets and paper handouts. And you can then combine these workouts into an entire off-season program tailor-made to fill the weeks leading up to your season so that your athletes stay in the gym all summer long. You can even track your athletes' progress on the Max One leaderboards to see the work your team is putting in, keeping everyone on the team accountable while encouraging a culture of competition. I also love how the calendar feature allows you to keep everyone in your program on the same page. Workouts, schedules, open gym, or tournament games can all be organized via color-coded schedules, ensuring your athletes are in the loop with details on whatever events you have planned this summer. To learn more about how Max One can help you run your program this offseason, head to their website at gomaxone.com. That's go, M-A-X, one, O-N-E, 
Mac1Pro.com and schedule a free 15-minute demo with a Max1 program specialist. As always, mention that Coach Brendan Sir sent you and receive a special discount if you decide to purchase. Again, visit www.gomax1.com right now to schedule a free demo. You won't be disappointed. Fast Model Sports is the world's most comprehensive, versatile basketball coaching software to help power your preparation. Fast Model has developed the industry's best coaching software, including the number one play diagramming and playbook software, FastDraw. FastDraw bridges the gap between whiteboarding and the digital world with an incredibly easy-to-use interface that can be used on both your computer and iPad to providing maximum portability for your own personal play and drill database. It doesn't stop there. Along with FastPro, they have other great programs such as Fast Scout, which helps coaches create clean, professional scout reports customized for your team. FastModel is trusted and used by all NBA and WNBA teams, 85% of Division I college teams, and over 8,000 high school and youth teams from over 75 countries around the world. In addition to a great product, they also provide basketball coaching resources through their blog and play bank, which features over 5,000 free plays and drills on their online coaching community. For access to these plays and more information, visit FastModelSports.com or follow them on Twitter at FastModel. Hey, welcome to another Coaching You podcast. This is the coach, Brendan Sir, and I'm so excited today because as we try to take you through the different aspects of coaching and the important things of coaching, we try to, you know, hit everything from X and O's, uh, great leadership, uh, people that have had unique experiences, player development people, uh, you know, you know, whether it be Navy SEALs that are great leaders and stuff, people that can motivate you. And during this off-season that we're in right now, I think, uh, you know, it's really important that one of the things we haven't uh, really touched on is the importance now of analytics in basketball. I do a program with the NBA players uh, where we teach them how to be coaches and another one where we teach them to be leaders. And if you're going to work in the NBA now, you better be all in about analytics. All 30 teams are in. And even though you're a player and getting into the business as a coach or a leader, you better embrace analytics. That's what I always tell them. And all 30 teams have a different way of approaching analytics. There's not one formula. But today, I have two guys on the line that I think are really, really capturing it. And if you're a college coach or an NBA team, they really have something to offer. So we have Colton Houston, who is you know, was at the University of Alabama for years with Avery Johnson, and, and he's really a, 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 an Anthony Grant. And, you know, and then Matt Dover, and both of these guys uh, I'm intrigued by because they love basketball, they know basketball inside out, but more importantly, they're both Harvard-educated. So anytime you went to a state school like me, boy, and I am, I'm impressed. I love Harvard, and uh, Tommy Amaker's a dear friend, and Colton, I knew he was a coaching you. Uh, attendee years ago in Indianapolis. And now uh, he and Matt have started a business called HD Intelligence. And I wanted to have them on here to really educate. And that's one of the 
purposes of our podcast to educate you, the coach, on different topics. So welcome, Colton. Welcome, Matt. Hey, Brandon. Thank you so much. Um, this is Colton here. I've, uh, I've been a coaching you disciple and, and fan of, of what you've done along with Kevin Eastman and many others for, for a long time. So it's, it's a thrill to be on. And hopefully this, this is a worthwhile conversation for, uh, for your listeners. Well, I know Matt, when we, we, and uh, you and I first talked, uh, you know, you really struck, you know, you, you know, you, uh, you were referred to me by my, my closest thing to a brother in basketball, Isaiah Thomas. And when Isaiah tells me you need to talk to someone, I do. And, uh, and so I, after our conversation, I reached back out to Isaiah and thanked him because I knew this was going to happen and I knew this would be a terrific conversation. So thanks for getting in touch with me. Absolutely. And thank you again for having us. This is, uh, we're looking forward to the conversation. Okay. So when I was with the Knicks, I really got introduced to analytics and stuff. And, uh, you know, we used, you know, Isaiah and Glenn Grunwald, you know, uh, great NBA executive. They both went to Indiana University, and that's where the Sagarin people were based and where that formula all started. And uh, so we started using it. And I found it intriguing. Uh, but talk about how you guys, Colton, why don't you start about how you got into, you know, the part about how to use analytics, whether it be, you know, and, and how you discovered it would help teams and coaches. Sure. So, um, you know, as you alluded to, Brendan, I, I spent the last nine seasons at the University of Alabama with their, with their men's basketball staff. I was with Anthony Grant for five years and, and then Avery Johnson for these last four. And, um, you know, it really just happened organically for me. Um, I've always been a math guy, a numbers guy, you know, I'm, I'm from Birmingham, Alabama, but as you alluded to, I went to Harvard from undergrad. And, um, when I start and I've coached high school basketball and then I, obviously I've worked in college, but when I started at Alabama, um, I read a few books, basketball on paper by Dean Oliver, which is sort of the Bible mm -hmm. of basketball analytics, in my opinion, um, Moneyball, which everyone knows now, you know, obviously it's a big movie and all that. And, and that kind of piqued my interest. Um, and so I began to do what I called analytic scouting reports for our coaching staff within those first couple of years of being in Alabama. And it was funny because at first some of the coaches looked at me sideways, like, well, what is this stuff? What do these numbers mean? But as I kind of explained it to them and as they got accustomed to it, we really reached the point three or so years in that they, they were depending on that each game. And it was funny because uh, they would, be one or two days out from the game. And if they hadn't gotten that report, they would come to me, Colton, where's the scouting report? Where's the analytics? I, I need this. You know, we're trying to get to put a game plan together. So it really just happened organically for me. And I got to see the value of that. And I sort of got to understand how coaches really incorporate that into their day-to-day -day jobs. You know, Anthony Grant has been a longtime friend and one of the best and brightest in the game and a very analytical co coach, I think. And one that always wants to know why and uh, so I bet he just gobbled this up you're 100% right coach Grant's really smart very thoughtful um, and he was one of those at first that probably wasn't as used to the numbers that we were and the type of stats that we were um, introducing him to but you know I think his relationship with coach Donovan probably influenced him because coach Donovan's another person who is very analytically minded but yeah, by, by the end of my run there with Coach Grant, I mean, we were looking at pregame analysis, postgame analysis, anything we could look at to help us prepare for a game or understand our team better. He was all in. And uh, 
it was fun to sort of watch that transformation happen with him to go from somewhat, I won't say skeptical, but just um, not as used to those numbers to, to by the end being, you know, all, all the way in, 100% with it. So when when Avery Johnson, who came from the NBA, from the Dallas Mavericks, came on, and, you know, he was working with Mark Cuban, who's just fabulous. And, and so what happened now, how did – with the college game, I think, is a different sport than pro basketball from a standpoint of the rules, the, the way the game's played, and the job, frankly. Um, you know, I, I, we always say that 100% of a head, head coach's time uh, – 90% of a head coach's time is spent on basketball. An assistant coach in the NBA, 100% of his time is spent on basketball, whereas in the college game – you know, Avery Johnson, Anthony Grant, doesn't matter who, 17 to 20% is only spent on basketball. The rest is recruiting, academics, discipline, fundraising, all this crap. And whereas, and then an assistant coach, 10% only is basketball. <laughs> and so it, it's a different sport. So how did you help them? And Because I think this is huge for a college program. How did this help them? Because again, they don't have the time that an NBA team would. Yeah. You know, I think with coach Johnson coming in because he had been in the NBA and specifically with the Mavericks who were really pioneers in the analytics reports on his own team uh, from time to time. I'll say this. I, I think that he actually helped me because of his experience at that level. He helped me understand other ways that we can incorporate analytics into the program. One example of that would be, we didn't do a ton of lineup analysis um, with Coach Grant. Uh, and with Coach Johnson, we started to do much more of that. And, and by the end, and Matt was a big part of this um, because he's so good as a data scientist, but we were able to sort of look at each individual player's impact on our team offensively and defensively, how different lineups work together. And that was just standard operating procedure for Coach Johnson because he said when they were with the Mavericks, they did that type of stuff all the time. Yeah. So I think I actually learned a lot from him. Yeah, Brendan, I'll, I'll add one more thing, too, since you brought up the, the difficulty that, that coaches have managing their, their limited time. Uh, one just pretty obvious way that you know, analytics could be helpful is, uh, you know, sometimes when you're trying to determine, an let's say you're doing a scouting report, you know, you're doing two of those a week on average during the season for college teams. Right. Uh, and, you know, you're trying to find the tendencies on – you know, a dozen different players on the opposing team. Uh, you know, what, what, what is that player's tendency is when they go in a half court uh, on the fast break? And, you know, it, it would take, and obviously, you know, you know, power conference schools, you know, have the budget to, you know, have, you know, video staff and, and all that to help them, you know, kind of comb through, out, not just hours, but sometimes hundreds of hours, literally hundreds of hours of video to try and determine, you know, player X's tendencies and, you know, why situation. Um, but with uh, analytic scouting reports, like, like the type that, that Colton and, and I provide, um, you know, you can, you can, you, we, have, we have ways of, of measuring uh, opposing teams' tendencies and player tendencies in certain situations using just data that's collected. And that's something that can be put together, you know, pretty much instantaneously. Um, now, it doesn't, I want to be clear, it doesn't replace video scouting. But it, it can really save you a lot of time uh, in terms of being able to just use numbers and analytics to determine certain player and, and oppose, opposing team tendencies in ways that would take uh, at least dozens of hours of video review to try and compile. And even then, you know, the, sometimes the video uh, reviews can be uh, can be imperfect because it doesn't 
uh, it's hard to capture uh, that information and data and compile it in the way that you can with analytics. So again, does it replace video scouting by any means, but it really can save you a lot of time uh, by, 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 by telling you what you should be focusing on when you were looking at the video. Yeah, and I think uh, one of the things that I see, um, <clears throat> you know, from someone that, you know, watches a ton of games and everything, and, you know, as a fan, I probably watch more NBA basketball than other fans. Uh, I'm watching something last night, and I see that something I really wasn't aware of till they showed it, and that Steph Curry, almost 70% of his makes and attempts on three-point shots are all from the left side. And Clay Thompson, like 64% are from the right side. Never knew that. And that Steph makes more of three-point shots from the left corner than anywhere. And that from the left wing, and I'm talking 25 plus feet up at the right left angle, like I mean like far, that's where Steph makes the highest percentage of his shots. We wouldn't even let a guy practice from there. So all of a sudden, if you're just playing a game and you're not aware of that, you're going to come down, he's going to pop one right in your eye, and you're not even going to know it. And so I just thought that was intriguing. That's another way. And it was all based on analytics and second spectrum type stuff. And I found it intriguing that they, you know, that they would have all that broken down. And what it is is a time saver. But more importantly, it accents things of real intel- importance and intelligence. Uh, so how do you present how in starting your business which i'm i think is i'm really i love it because i'm entrepreneurial and i love what you guys are doing how did you figure out what did you you know you know cuz you got harvard guys so hd intelligence very appropriate name i could never put intelligence in any of my companies but what did how did you guys decide what you're going to focus on to help teams <clears throat> like i said before i think my 9 years at alabama working with those coaches gave me a very, um, a, a very strong understanding of what actually happens day to day within a college basketball staff. And right. every staff is different. That's sure. why I think it's beneficial that I've worked for a couple of different coaches and with a bunch of different assistant coaches. Um, but whether it's, it's scouting, it's, it's substitution patterns, it's shot selection and what you emphasize with your players, whether it is in an individual workout or preseason practice in terms of where we want to get our shots, what type of shots, we consider to be good shots versus bad shots. Um, being in the trenches with the staff there for the last nine years, I think gave me a good feel for, <clears throat> okay, this is how a college basketball staff works. So then the next step for me was, well, how can we incorporate analytics in an effective way? You know, cause it's one thing to say, Hey, we have analytics and we, you know, know what we're doing with the numbers and we're like the NBA and, and that's great PR, but is it actually moving the needle to help your team win games, win possessions, um, you know, when it really counts. So, um, and I think there's some big areas that I've already mentioned. Scouting is certainly one of them. And, and you alluded to that with the, the Steph Curry analogy. Like, if you don't know your opponent's tendencies really well, how are you going to game plan for them effectively? Exactly. Right? Um, you you got to know. And analytics helps you with that. But the flip side of that is true as well. If you don't know your own players' strengths and weaknesses, how are you going to put them in position to be successful? So it's funny, when you were talking about that, uh, Steph Curry and, and Clay Thompson example, you were thinking about it from a scouting perspective. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about it from Golden State's perspective. Right. You know, I watched a ton of basketball. I watched the Warriors. We all know that Draymond Green loves to get that ball and push on the break himself. Right. Well, if I have the data you just alluded to, 
I'm telling Steph Curry to run the left side and Clay to run the right side. <laughs> you know, that, that's just kind of a no-brainer application right there. Right. Um, but how many college coaches out there really know that information about their own team? I would venture to say very, very little. So hopefully that's an area where we can step in, and whether it's from a scouting standpoint, sort of an understanding your own team and, and understanding how to put your players in positions to be successful, obviously lineups we think is a huge application to this, who plays with whom, who gets the most minutes, things of that nature. Um, we think all of those are ways that we can practically have an impact on a team's success. I think that's pretty- yeah. And it's all about getting down to the next level, too. Just to, uh, sorry to jump in there, Brendan. No problem. Um, but yeah, just to, to you give an NBA example. I'll give uh, a college example. This is a real one that uh, that that Colton and I uh, put together for a scouting report late in the season uh, last year when Alabama was getting ready to, to face Auburn. Auburn, of course, a team that probably a lot of folks are familiar with from watching them on their final four run. Um, so you know, their two best three-point shooters were uh, Jared Harper and Bryce Brown, um, two fantastic right. uh, deadly three-point shooters all around. Um, but our, our analytics scouting report showed that uh, both Jared Harper and Bryce Brown had uh, an equal tendencies in terms of uh, shooting three, attempting three-point shots in Auburn's half-court offense. But there was a really big uh, difference when you l- broke it down with transition possessions for Auburn, and suddenly the two players uh, behave very differently. Uh, so in transition, uh, Bryce Brown was twice as likely to attempt a three-point shot on a transition possession, whereas Jared Harper was only half as likely. Um, and so you, know, you can think about guarding guys differently. The, you know, the three-point stats might look similar just in the box score, but when you really break it down one more level with the advanced stats, you, know, you can start to discern player tendencies that can that can help you uh, help better prepare for for a team like that. So when you see, you know, and Colton's the 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 coaching guy here, and, and obviously it's up to coaches to determine how to develop game plans. But when you can when you can identify insights like that, that that maybe you could pick up in video review, but would be really difficult to do, or it would take certainly would take watching, you know probably almost every game that Auburn's played in a season to pick up, pick up on that trend. And even then you might miss it. Uh, you know, it can be important for scouting purposes as you prepare your team, you know, to defend, uh, to defend a team like Auburn in transition. One of the things as a coach uh, is you constantly are striving to gain credibility with your players. And <clears throat> if you can help your players win to improve, uh, that's when your credibility goes way up. So, if I know that info that you just gave, Matt, and all of a sudden I, I give in my pregame uh, in our preparation to play Auburn, and I say, hey, if you're running back in transition and you got Bryce Brown, you better find him and get match up with him above outside the three-point line because he is maybe even going to trail on the fast break to get that shot. Where if you're guarding Harper on the break – Let's let him even take that, but let's not let him drive and get to the hoop because even though he's a small guy, he loves to finish and he loves to beat you off the dribble and then kick it for a three. So you're 100% right in that. And I think if you can also, that's how you get when players see that you really know what you're doing, that's when you as a coach go way up in their eyes. So I think this is another way to improve as a coach your credibility with your own team. And so I think it's a very, very strong selling point for you. Um, and, and, you, know, you Is that called self-optimization, you know, to play smarter or prepare smarter in the scouting analysis? Is that where you would put that, those t- 
uh, that what we just talked about in what you guys do? Um, yeah. So we, as a company, HD Intelligence, you know, we offer two main um, services to teams, and the one we're talking about right now really encompasses a lot of a lot of different um, you know aspects of analytics. But we just call it uh, team analytics. So that would be, gotcha. as you said, self optimization. So uh, understanding your own team better helping your players be in positions to succeed lineups, all that. Um, and then kind of the second piece of team optimization is, is scouting. So that's all under one big umbrella for us. And what we want to do is we want to partner with teams right. that, that want to make a commitment to analytics. And, you know, just very simply stated, we want to bring an MBA approach to analytics. We want to bring MBA level analytics to your program um, and, and be your analytics guys. And you know, we think that that's, that's where the game is headed. Um, you know, there are maybe I'm aware of maybe two schools out of 353 who have already sort of taken the step of having a full-time analytics person on staff. That's a far cry from the NBA where <laughs> all 30 NBA franchises have these fully staffed, fully funded departments of five, 10, 15 individuals. Yep. But that's where the college game is headed. And, and the reason it's headed there is because there's a realization that analytics, as we've been saying, are impactful, are important, um, and are really uh, key to having a, a highly functioning, successful program. And the more teams that invest in it, the more important it becomes for other teams to invest in it because obviously you don't want to be at a, at a disadvantage. So what we're trying to do is we're trying to help teams, uh, as we call it, with a full-service approach to analytics, whether it's scouting or self-optimization. Um, the other thing we haven't touched on, which is a separate service we offer, and maybe we can get into this a little later, is our what we call our schedule optimization schedule engineering um which we think is a really a really cool approach to helping teams improve through scheduling too well, I, I i think at the college level it's it's a it's a must uh <clears throat> in the nba unfortunately you don't have that you know you're playing them all but uh you know and they make it for you so you don't get to do that and actually you know we have in the finals we're going to have a team toronto get the home court advantage in a seven game series because a couple of nights uh, Golden State got beat by their schedule. Maybe a back-to-back on the road, maybe a back-to-back, you know, and they weren't ready and they lose out. So one game, one game could make a difference in whether you're world champion. <laughs> Think about that. And, uh, you know, when you're talking about payrolls of 125 to $146 million, one game to make a difference. That's why the importance is on analytics. And you must, as a team, as an organization, whether it be collegiate or pro, figure out ways to affect winning any way you can. And when you put the dollar sign to it, it's a minuscule number compared to the end result. And that's what, you know, unfortunately, a lot of times they make decisions on, on, on a number that's frankly embarrassing compared to what the result can be. Being in the NCAA tournament, getting to the Final Four, uh, it, it's just phenomenal what it, what it can be. Talk about uh, schedule engineering, uh, and I know you've really done a great job because, you know, frankly, you know, last year I didn't think you guys should have even been under consideration, uh, but you were right there to the end at Alabama. Yeah, sure. So, you know, the the concept of, of engineering a schedule uh, seems like a foreign concept to, to most coaches because, you know, it's a very uniquely college sports thing that you even get to have any sort of 
uh, say so and, and you know who your schedule is any, any professional sports league uh you know in the world the 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 schedule is determined for you by the league office which mm-hmm. you know makes sense but college sports is just one of those weird things where you know schools get to determine about one third of their of their schedule uh and so uh a lot of folks think that it's maybe not i think, I think coaches on the whole underrate how important designing an optimal schedule is and because at the end of the day when you're on selection sunday and you know the judgments are coming down as to whether or not your team's even going to get in the tournament at all or you know where your seed is going to be which determines you know how you're likely path to you know advancing to the sweet 16 or beyond uh you know a lot of coaches don't really put much consideration into just how important the schedule that's on their their resume or their team sheet is in determining uh, how favorably the committee you know will will view their team. Um, at, at the end of the day, you know, coaches are spending, understandably so. I mean, I think Brendan used the term seventeen to twenty. I was going to say I was going to say one hundred percent, but seventeen to twenty percent, or whatever whatever the amount of time that their brain gets to devote on on basketball all year. You know, they're thinking about how do I make my team better? How do I beat the opponents that are on my schedule? Um, how do we play better basketball? How do we win this game or that game? And that makes a lot of sense. But at the end of the day, the selection committee doesn't really care about any of that. None. All they care about, and I know coaches don't want to, even people on the committee don't want to admit this. The committee has never seen, the most people on the committee have never watched games for the majority of teams in consideration, not a single game, much less the multiple games. They, they don't really have much of a clue. Uh, that's really a little too strong. But they, they, they haven't watched a lot of games, you know, for each of the bubble teams. Maybe they've seen one or two. Uh, all they really see and are judging your team on is what appears on a single piece of paper. It's called a team sheet. And for coaches that aren't familiar with, with what a team sheet is, I, I definitely urge you to, to Google or, or better yet, call us and we'll explain it for you. <laughs> but the, the team sheet is it's a literally a single sheet of paper that's printed out for each team under consideration for the NCAA tournament on Selection Sunday passed out to each of the committee members and there's just a bunch of numbers on that sheet and pretty much the entirety of the judgment that gets passed on the teams about whether they get in the tournament at all and if they do what seed they're going to get is just based off of the numbers on that team sheet again they have they maybe they've seen one your team play one game or two games on tv but that's pretty much it otherwise they're just looking at the numbers on the team sheet and anytime there's numbers involved uh, and especially when anytime there's uh, teams that are playing vastly different schedules, you know, there's a way to essentially, you know, engineer, uh, use formulas to figure out, you know, how you can make those numbers appear better. And you can essentially do that as a college basketball coach by scheduling the right combination of opponents. Now, obviously, you can't control who's in your conference, the two thirds of the, of the schedule that's coming from your conference games. Right. But teams, they put a lot of, of careful thought into it um, using some proprietary projections and algorithms that we have, you know, we're able to help them figure out what's the best uh, combination of teams to fill in with their third of their schedule to give them the right balance of opponents that fit into the, the new quadrant system with the new NET ratings that, are, that the committee uses to, to essentially construct the team sheets in such a way that, you know, the same team, let's say, who's, you know, has the same strengths and weaknesses on the court that another team has. So the, both of those coaches did an equally good job at recruiting, at developing their players, working with them in the offseason, scouting their opponents, uh, in-game adjustments, 
Like literally everything that coaches do, let's say two coaches did exactly the same job. Those two teams are equal in every respect in terms of how good those teams are, uh, even, even how many games they've won. But if one coach has a better schedule, then when that committee goes into their room, they're not looking at two teams that look identical. They're looking at two team sheets that might look very different. And, that's, and they're going to make the judgment off of, of what's on that team sheet. And that team sheet, again, I think it's very underrated uh, for coaches and, and obviously, you know, uh, sports writers and everybody else too, underrated just how important the schedule that you make before the season even starts is at determining what that team sheet looks like. And then that team sheet determines everything once you're in the committee room. So it's an important thing and it's something that, that we think more people should be paying more attention to. That is absolutely fascinating. I am so intrigued by that because I think that is that is the biggest that is the biggest thing in college that I have a lot of friends that said we we really became a good team based because on our schedule. Uh, and I think now, and sometimes we were just you know years ago we were doing it frankly on a whim, <laughs> uh, but now you can do it scientifically and analytically and i think that is brilliant and so uh, i think that's a must now who who is prospective clients for hdi uh great question so just to stay on the on the scheduling service uh since that's what we're talking about at the moment you know we, we think that our scheduling service is extremely beneficial to any school that feels like they have um, a chance to be an at-large caliber team. Okay. Uh, and it's not just limited to bubble teams. That's, that's kind of a common misconception we've run into. Um, the goal of our scheduling service is to, uh, to, to kind of use a phrase that we've coined, is to get you overseated. And what we mean by overseated is we want your rank and the NCAA seed list that comes out on Selection Sunday to be better than your rank in net or in Ken Palm or in the Sagarin ratings, which you alluded to earlier, or in BPI. Right. There are a lot of kind of rankings that measure t true team strength that tend to be clustered together. If you schedule well, we, you can outperform your true team strength rating, let's say your net rating, in the committee's eyes. So what that means is it's not just a bubble team that could use HD intelligence and go from being off the bubble to being in the tournament, but a team that is safely in the field as, let's say, uh, their net rating is a 20, so they should they should be a uh, five seed. Um, if we can help them schedule in such a way to become overseeded, and now they're they are a three seed, right? Well, now their draw is going to be easier. Their chances of advancing are better. So, really, any team that has um, a shot to get in the tournament, all the way up to the teams that know they're probably getting in, can use our scheduling service to to really help them put themselves in a position to succeed. Um, the team analytics service that we offer is really beneficial to any school out there because what we're doing is we're trying to give you uh, data and tools and, and application and practical insights to help you prepare for opponents more effectively and, and coach your own team more effectively. So, uh, you know, really, I, I, there's not a single Division One team that I, I don't think would benefit from our from our team analytics service. Uh, for people that are interested, uh, and again, the numbers of people that are listening to our podcast is staggering. So how should people contact Matt, you, and Colton? Sure. Uh, I think that one. So uh, we can be reached by email. Uh, hopefully pretty easy to remember our email addresses. Uh, mine is just Matt 
at hdintelligence.com. And then Colton can be reached at Colton at hdintelligence.com. That's the best way to reach out to us. And um, we're happy to hop on the phone, video chat, uh, come meet in person with coaches to talk about our services, how we can help them. Um, we're really excited to, uh, to be getting, getting going this year. Um, and, uh, yeah, we're, we're just going to be spending some time this summer talking to, uh, a bunch of different coaches to try and find, um, you know, teams that are good fits for us to work with, uh, during the season. Well, I'm excited for you guys because I think it's, uh, you know, you know, the key thing, as you guys know, from a business standpoint, is there a need? And yes, there is. Uh, and, do you guys have credibility? A hundred percent. And so I'm excited for you. I'm excited for your future. And I'm really anxious to see how quickly uh, the men's college basketball community picks up on this. I think uh, within a year, it'll be staggering. But I want to see who jumps on board this year with you and gets ahead of the curve because I think you guys really have something unique. So we can't appreciate you enough for what you've done by coming on here and sharing the ideas. And uh, Matt and Colton, uh, I can't wish you enough good luck. Uh, I think you guys are going to be terrific. And any way we can help you coaching you, please let us know. Brendan, it, it's been a pleasure talking with you. And uh, just thank you so much for, for the chance to come on here and, and talk about what we do. Thanks so much. Thank you, Brendan. Terrific job by Colton and Matt of HD Intelligence. Uh, as a college coach, I think think you really got to take a look at this this is intriguing stuff and again if you're a high school coach or the application the learning aspect it's it's how we grow so i'm really excited for them and uh, i think it's it's really going to be something down the stretch hey listen down the stretch we are and we're uh, only a couple weeks away from our unbelievable annual event in las vegas our coaching you live vip experience uh, which we're so excited about. Incredible lineup of speakers. Again, everyone there. I had a coach call me the other day. He's so excited to come, and he couldn't believe, you know, he hadn't been there in a few years, and he had been uh, on the East Coast. This is a VIP event only. This is not a general admission and 200 people in the stand. This is only 100 coaches that are right up courtside getting to rub you know, their elbows and talk and be on an intimate basis with our speakers. It's a fabulous opportunity for learning and growth. I think you'll really enjoy it. So your courtside seating, you have $375 of videos we're going to give you. Uh, and all of that, a couple of meals, a Coaching You notebook, a Dry Fit Coaching You t-shirt. I think it's a great, great time for you. And we really want it to be your experience that we have. We have people that have been to all 11 years so we really it's almost like a family atmosphere for us so looking looking forward july 8 and 9 in las vegas i think you're really going to enjoy it go to coachingyoulive.com to register and we want to see you there till next week this is the coach brendan sarah